I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this episode, man. Yeah. I'm not doing good. Okay. We used to be kids. Kids. Now we're not. We're not. Something happened in between. This is the Broken Youth Club. this uh, amazing talent of convincing myself that I'm doing better or better than I actually am, you know? Yeah. And yeah, I was in a pretty, I feel like a rough spot. Like, what was that? December? This November. Right November, around Thanksgiving. Yeah. I thought I was doing much better, but not as much as I think I was letting myself on to believe. Um, it's just, yeah, heavy, just, I mean, multifaceted, it's stuff you can't describe, stuff you can, stuff you don't remember until it, your stomach drops and reminds you every 10 minutes. Uh, my thing has been, I think the thing that's been exhausting me truly is, um, I get up in the middle of the night, I don't know, probably on average two or three times at least to go to the bathroom. Should probably ask my doctor, hey, I'm only thirty three, that shouldn't be happening that <laughs> much, right? But is it's like as soon as my eyes open, if not just before, all my problems and worries, it's like oh no, it it's not like they come rushing in. It's like I'm becoming aware that I was thinking of those as I was sleeping. Mm-hmm. So I'm like I'm just anxious the whole time. Yeah. And um, so yeah, you're probably gonna have to. <laughs> you're probably gonna take this one. Yeah. Um, take it away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been feeling it too. Um, where you just, I've been having like wicked bad insomnia lately. Um, which is something I struggle with in general. But uh, like the last three nights, I've stayed up until man three thirty or four. Um, and then the kids wake up at like eight 30 and, uh, feel like I'm just kind of running on fumes, but usually it's like, I'll have one or two of those nights and then it's like, okay, well night three, I'm like ready to fall asleep and pass out. Like I'm exhausted. And I had to like make myself like put my shit down last night. Um, because I was like, I don't understand why I'm not just like ready to pass out right now and then i bet i laid there for like an hour and a half with my eyes closed just like fall asleep but it's like i think it's frustrating when um you feel like you're in this place and there's like nothing you can really do immediately to fix it so then you're kind of just stuck in this like waiting period but you don't even know how long the waiting period's gonna last uh, and it, sometimes it just makes you want to throw it all away, right? Like just fuck, fuck it, fuck all of it. Like what, what do we need to do to get some reprieve? And it's hard. Uh, I think it's harder than we thought it was going to be, uh, living in a place where we don't have a lot of, um, support 
in the way of like, you know, could we try harder to make some friends? Like for sure. But like, we don't have any family out here and that's, that has become much harder than we thought it was going to be. Um, even on the aspect of like, when we wake up and we have a hard day, like when you open your eyes and you're like, fuck me, dude, I can't like my comfort in that is like, I need to leave my house. I need to like go look around at some thrift stores. I need to get some fucking fresh air on my face. Um, or even just take a drive. Like I just need to take a drive. And, um, and we can't always, I mean, if I do that out here, I'm doing it alone. I have to leave you with the kids. Whereas if we had someone that we could just drop the kids off with, and then we could try to like, you know, comfort each other. We could do like some of those things that make me feel good. And then we can come home and, turn on an old movie or a show and just like just like hang together without the responsibility of taking care of anybody else Mm -hmm. because sometimes it feels like you get so wrapped up in the responsibility of parenting and you have to take care of these little things that can't take care of themselves but like we are also still people that like sometimes just need to take care of ourselves or need to have somebody else take care of us like and it's hard to be in a space where no that's support system out here. There's no, yeah. And um, we try. I know we talked about it before, but we have tried with a few different people. Yeah, we just kind of keep getting burned. Yeah, yeah it's like uh, it just keep. We will never find anybody out here that genuinely cares about us as much as the support system we have back home. And like, obviously, we've talked about it on the show, like. Our families have flaws that we have to fig- we have to figure out how to navigate sometimes, and it can be really frustrating and hard. But like ultimately, at the end of the day, we we know that our families love us. We know that they want what's best for us, and they we know that whenever we are having a hard time, if they could, they would help in whatever way that looks like. If it's the if it's the kids, if it's coming over and helping with stuff around the house or laundry or like you know when you get in those moments of just like oh i just need somebody else to like cook dinner for me tonight Mm -hmm. you know and it's been hard to navigate that and then we also had like a little bit of a medical scare uh with someone in my family this last week and it was like Okay, well, if I it wasn't the first one that we've since we've been out here, it absolutely wasn't the first one since we've been out here. But this was one where it was like, okay, well, I need to start like, do I need to look at flights? Do I need to figure out how to? And it was like, dude, the fastest way that I could get home was like thirty six hours, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, if and thankfully it ended up being fine. Uh, they went to the hospital, got it all figured out. It was complications went back from home. a surgery, but. It was scary for a minute. Uh, It was scary for a few hours. And I'm looking and I'm thinking like, okay, well, what's the quickest way that I can get home? And I can't, we can't just afford to drop. I mean, if we had to, we'd put it on a credit card, but it's like with your job responsibilities now and kind of being the only one Mm -hmm. uh, juggling all the balls. um, It wasn't like a thing where, okay, well, yeah, all of us can hop on a flight Mm -hmm. and go back. It's like, okay, well, then I would have been doing that alone. And then you would have been left out here with no support system to figure out what to do with the kids. I mean, it's just like, I think we're just going through like a hard time with it. And there's all these like things to weigh out and what that would, 
And it just doesn't feel like there's any like good answer. There's no like, this is the obvious choice. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, that's why like, yeah, when you're in school and you're taking math, like math is hard, but there's an answer. <laughs> like, yeah. Just work out the answer and then you can get to it. Uh, but sometimes it's like there's either multiple answers or no answers or confusing like i think this is an answer and it's not and it's and it's like when you also have that layer of responsibility as a parent it's like how do i make the right choice because if if you if it was just the two of us we could be a lot more risky with things that we do but when we also are supporting and raising three other kids that can't not only can't fucking do, you know what I mean? Like they can't go get jobs and like, freaking, yeah. but also like not their responsibility. And like, I don't even want them to feel the anxiety around the situation mm-hmm. in general. Mm-hmm. But it also feels like when you don't have a support system, it's impossible to hide it all the time. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's, it's like, it's, it makes it so much heavier mm-hmm. because it's like, okay, God, like, yeah, I just Oliver have to like you a- bury it. <laughs> A card the other night because they could tell like yeah that i was like really stressing and i was trying to just like get a couple of things done and i just am somebody that like wants to find a solution and i want to like help in whatever way that i can and it's hard when like there isn't a solution that is like an immediate fix everything comes with this like Again, very unknown timeline. And when there's lots of moving pieces, it's like, well, what is that? How do you time everything out? I can't even make a really involved dinner because I'm like, I don't know how to time the meat with this veggie thing that needs to go in the oven and this thing that needs to go in the oven. Like, that is so stressful to me to even figure out those pieces all at once. So it's like, how do you do that when it's like bigger situations? Um, And how is it? how do you know when it's like you've come to a, a very real realization versus one of those like grass is greener and or then you realize like or, yeah, yeah. Just it's like you head. just there's no way to, it feels like there's no way to know the right thing and I just wish that I had somebody that could just say like this is just what you need to do like <clears> this <throat> is what you need to do this is the steps to do it and I'm like gonna support you on it in whatever way you like need me to do that, whatever feels like you like need, I'll just be there. Don't worry about it. But it's hard to have those conversations with people that you're, it's hard to have those kind of conversations with family because ultimately a lot of times I don't want to have hard, uh, not hard. I love, I love a hard conversation, but like, <laughs> I don't want to have a conversation with family where I feel like there's a potential that they could be worried about me Mm -hmm. Uh, because I don't want to like put that burden on them. And like when we lived back home, uh, we were having a hard time. It was easy for like our parents to be like, well, we'll just come over and make like, come over and have dinner, you know, like come over, we'll take care of the kids. We'll make dinner. You guys can just rest. Like, I called my mom the other day and I was like, dude, like, what I would give to be able to come to your house today and just play cards by myself on the table because that's what I would do. I would, like, my mom would be making the dinner. Yeah. 
the kids would be outside playing, but my dad would be out there kind of watching them. You would be kind of sitting in that recliner in front of the fireplace, and I would just play cards by myself, like fucking solitaire on the table, you know? Um, and it's like, how do we do that out here? I hire a babysitter to come to our house, and then I still sit in the house. Like, then the kids would still just come to me. You know, we, we saw that with the nanny. Like, when I first hired the nanny, it was it was a thing where it's like, hey, like, you'll come over and like, a lot of times I'll still be here, but it's just for you to watch the kids so that I can like, get the laundry going or I can clean up this room or like, sometimes I just want to lay in my bed and like, not do anything and not have the kids jumping on me. But then it got to a point where it's like, okay, but the kids are still coming to me to like, change their diapers or they're coming to me to tell me they're hungry. And then I have to ask the nanny to go ahead and like, make them some food. And it's like, there was no rest and so then I just started leaving and then it turns out that my nanny was like upset that I was leaving because she wanted to like be paid to be a good friend be paid to be my friend yeah. and hang out at the house and help me and it's like well no, I'm paying you like for help I'm paying <laughs> like this is a job when I was paying her like 20 bucks an hour to come over with the two littles and it's like it just to hang out with you essentially because you were yeah. still there for most yeah. of it. Yeah, and so then it was like, okay, well, this is just, this is hard. But I also, like, <sighs> now I don't feel like, well, if I call you to come over and just hang out, like, in your mind, are you thinking, oh, like, she's going to pay me yeah. to do it? So then it just got complicated, you know? And then you did a bad job on top of it. Like, and then and then it was like, as soon as I started leaving, then you were, like, doing a bad job while I was gone. And it was like, okay. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, so I think it's just been hard. And winters are always hard. So then there also is that layer of it of like, is it real or is it just the weather? But also like the winter out here is legitimately six months long. So it's like, okay, well, if it's also it half is the weather, then- if it is half of the year of weather and I can't shake it, then like, what do I, what do you do? That's like the Dumbledore quote. Like, of course it's in your head, Harry. That Why does that mean it's not real or something like that? Yeah. Like, well, yeah, like. Yeah. It's your perception of reality around you. And if it's gloomy and doomy all the time and yeah, I don't know. I'm, um, I'm just, yeah, I'm, re- I'm personally, I'm just struggling with a lot of things. Yeah. It's not one thing. It's just a lot of things. And it's the daily struggle of like, like you said, nothing is immediate in, in our situation anyway. Um, <clears throat> as far as like, yeah, I could go get a ketamine treatment and I could probably feel somewhat immediately better, but it's um it's it's going to start creeping back in within a little bit. Um It's been a long time since I felt like I needed a tissue and now I oh, yeah. have one. Ignore. <laughs> and then yeah, just like dealing with our own shit but also trying to still be involved and good parents and yeah. you know, I have to stay on top of the ball at work and make income for us to like keep parenting our kids and having you know food to eat you know it's it's a cycle everybody knows what i'm talking about obviously yeah. but like and i think everybody's feeling that pinch too of like the fucking financial aspect of shit i don't think we're alone at all so it's like uh, it just feels like it keeps it's <laughs> it's also one of those things where it's like it feels like we just need to be used we just need to like get comfortable in the uncomfortable because it's just always going to be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And 
uh, not to get political, but like nobody in the government is worried about whether or not people are comfortable at home. Not, like not on mass anyway. No, like, no as they're worried whole, about no. just the people that make enough money to where it actually doesn't even matter. Like mm-hmm. they're all fine. Um, and so then it's like, okay, well, if I have like, how do I cope with the idea that I'm just supposed to be uncomfortable all the time? And how do I not let that just fucking like steal all of the joy? Yeah. Like I said, I, I, whenever we have hard conversations, one of my, uh, terms I use is that I don't want to steep in it. You know, I want to, I want to assess it and I want to look at all the options and I know us will probably be talking about it in a couple hours again anyway, if not 15 minutes again anyway. So it's like we keep doing that and then that perpetuates a mentality of you go around and around in your head because it's like you're trying to find all the cracks and it's like, yep, I've seen that one. I I know that's there because I've been over that one like a hundred times in the last three days. So no, that one's there. That one's there. That one's there. And then you're just trying to find them all. And then you realize you're just constantly looking at all the cracks and you're not actually getting your head in a better space, whatever. So yeah, I try not to like, quote unquote, steep in it. Like we will pull out and then we'll come back in and I'm not, that's just my personal, like if I steep in it too long, I feel like I'm truly going to go mad Yeah, and I have to. I have to do these little tricks like I'll sit down and um, I'll, I'll go get in the shower, watch Toy Story with the kids today. Um, yeah, man, just whatever I can do to take my mind off of it. And most times that doesn't even work. It just like it's like taking an aspirin when you have a migraine, like maybe a little bit, but I'm still aware of it. Yeah. You know. Um. Yeah, I don't even know what I was leaning that into. It's tough, doc. Yeah. And um, I'm sure I'll feel better probably later this week. And I'll be like, oh, that was weird. <laughs> um, I need to figure out how to be like more honest with like myself. Yeah. About how. Yeah, I yeah, I feel like I just have this inhuman ability to like I'm out of the quote unquote I'm out more out of the woods, not out of the woods, but more out of the woods than I was a few days ago. So all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I'm better. Like I'm totally better. Not realizing like I'm still crunching on branches, you yeah. know. And um and then I'll walk in circles and then find myself in the same fucking spot in the woods and think, "Oh shit, I'm no closer to the edge of the woods, you know, than I was before." Um, okay, well, the kids are just, this is it. This is an incredible example of like, <laughs> if only, if only we could have dropped these kids off at a grandparent's house yeah. before we started this, yeah. because I don't know if it's like they're picking up on. I'm sure they're feeding on our energy a little bit, which makes me feel guilty too. Like, yeah. I know it's like, it's my fault. It's your fault. It's like our fault as parents that. But it's like when your kids are around you all the time all all the time like what <laughs> yeah i i don't know i can't f- i can't fake it all the time you I, know what yeah. i mean so it's like i don't know but yeah so this is unfortunately going to just have to be a really short episode where i'm just shot anyway sorry guys like yeah uh, um i'm holding in another cry <laughs> uh we do 
Uh, we have a little update slash story time for the neighbor situation. Oh, yeah. Uh, which I recorded a little video of that. Um, and that'll be on Patreon. Um, but man, if you thought that our neighbor couldn't get worse, it feels like they they showed us. Mm. So, um, so yeah, if you want to check that out, that's over on Patreon. Uh, it's just the one level, just five bucks a month. Um, moving forward. Uh, if you have a story you'd like to submit, you can send that over to my life at brokenyouthclub.com. If you want to join the Facebook group, it's really great. Um, it's just Broken Youth Club on Facebook. Um, I am going to put up a little prompt in there. Something I want to start doing because it feels like f- like we just need it. Um, I was telling Logan, like I want to I put up a little thing where it's just like, little things that make you smile um and then i just want to maybe take some time either at the end of each episode or when we feel like we've got enough examples uh just to list them off but like um a couple examples for me uh i was walking down the hallway the other day and i was feeling just like very similar to how i feel today just like fucking tired um but our dog etsy the older one was laying on the ground and he was laying all the way on his stomach you know and you know how dogs have like their little legs that just like stick out in the back? <laughs> it makes me smile every time I see them. They just look like tiny little like drumsticks. drumsticks. Yeah. They're so cute. <laughs> or like when Leo does it, mm-hmm. it just kills me. Um, but their paws are facing up towards the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or like anytime I see a dog with their head out the window, mm-hmm. that is like such a joyful experience for both of us. Yeah. I just love that. I will say we did start um, or w- watch uh the power the first power rangers movie oh, the other such night a good movie. and i hadn't watched it in like i mean i know i've watched it since i was a kid obviously but it's probably been six seven eight years something like that yeah long time um but it was enough time for it all to kind of hit nostalgically again yeah and it's funny for me um there are certain things that are like nostalgic little in and then big in nostalgia which is like yeah. things that you can't dis- so like when you watch the movie yeah you remember lines you remember color palettes you remember all like actual scenes and that stuff but it's the intangibles of like we were watching the opening scene when they were doing the uh the skydiving yeah to me it's like it's a texture thing so it's like the texture matte texture of their helmets yeah like shining against the sun or when tommy came and he was on the surfboard and the last one to touch down on the um the bullseye when he finally does but it's like the like slides across and it's you f- you forget how that stuff implants in your brain yeah. or like the actual like Ivan Ooze coming out like the egg like it all hits in a certain way yeah and for me that is uh there's something about that it's not just nostalgic it's also like delicious yeah like, mm, like it oh. feels good scratches and yeah. itch on the back of the brain oh yeah and I guess I'll uh, yeah while I'm bringing that up I did have a note in my phone because I was telling you because I don't think I ever told you before definitely hadn't told ollie but my brother and at the time i had an older um stepsister she was probably i don't know like nine years older than me something like that pretty decently older than me and i was really into the power rangers i had the red uh like varsity jacket with the black leather sleeves and i had like the big lightning bolt on the oh oh my god i wish i still had that just to have it um i was all into it 
and I wanted so bad to be a Power Ranger. And I remember in the opening scene, the kid was like, can I, you know, I was like, well, you know, you keep practicing one day, you know, you can come get an invite from us or whatever they say. And I remember thinking like, oh, that's a legit thing. It's like an organization that I could join. Like I could be a Power Ranger someday. Yeah. And they convinced me that, hey, they have this like kind of training program, but it's secret. Um, so the way that they know that you're like eligible, like you want to sign up, is you have to put on your training outfit and then go to bed so they can, when you fall asleep, they'll come wake you up and take you away so that your parents don't know. Made sense to me. <laughs> well, my training outfit was, I thought it was super cool because it was, it was gold like Tommy. I had like the, um, like the sleeves on my arms, had the shit all the way down to my ankles i thought th- i like i'm ready go to bed get my they took my picture they're like all right we'll see you in the morning like tell us how it goes and i wake up you know and nothing happened i was like what's wrong and they showed me the picture making fun of me whatever turns out it was my older stepsister's um like gymnastics outfit and it was like gold sequins and it had like the little you know spandex like art like it was real i need to find that picture yeah they were just doing it to embarrass me for sure. Yeah. But Bless. I, you know, I just, I believed it yeah. for a little bit. It's sweet. It's also a little <laughs> sad to think about how bummed you would probably were when you oh woke up, but like, yeah, yeah. I love the, uh, the amount of times similarly, like not, it's not embarrassing cause it's sweet and it's like a, a kid thing. Uh, but I was convinced that toy story was real for like far longer than I should have. Yeah. Um, and not that the movie, like I knew obviously that like Andy was a cartoon and all of that, but I thought like the idea, oh my God, toys. they, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the amount of times that I would like shut my door and then like Peak. stomp in place to try to make it seem like I'd walked away and then fucking like rip my door yeah. open to look and see. Yeah. It's just, it's such a sweet like kid thing to have that. Like, God, dude, even just that, like a mo- that open imagination. Yeah. Yeah. And then you, then you become an adult and it gets harder to hold on to that you know (laughs) fuck but um but yeah anyway ken robinson would argue which i need to i think i posted one of his videos there's so many of them y'all should check him out again i'm bringing him up again but yeah he he would argue that uh, creativity gets educated out of us yeah devastating how do we uneducate ourselves fucking work on it um but okay yeah we're super thankful you guys are here again sorry this is a short one we just are like just maxed out yeah um but yeah yeah we already ran through the stuff right? we did okay yeah you did a story right in the middle so <laughs> oh, okay well okay love you bye all right bye <laughs>